0: Hey y'all, it's your girl Smanji and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water and let's grow together. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the previous podcast episode. Um, I share with you a couple of my favorite songs um, that I feel reflect 2020. So I made like a summer 2020 playlist on Spotify. And again, I shared some of my favorite um, songs with y'all. So be sure to check it out. If y'all like that episode, this episode, or any episode of Avocado and Honey, be sure to share that episode with a friend, share it on social media, subscribe, like, all that fun stuff. For today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and give you the energy for the next two weeks via tarot, as well as um, share with y'all some things that I've been working on. Um, I'm realizing that I'm not using my time wisely Um, I feel like I can make better use of my time so I've been kind of studying to see like what the hell is going on with me and why am I not feeling motivated and shit like that so I'm going to share with you um, some of the things that I've learned in regards to like dopamine and what I'm going to do to um, improve like how am I going to what am I going to do about like you know wanting to uh, make better use of my time so. That's what I'm gonna be getting into for today's episode. Also, Avocado and Honeybee do turn four today. Thank y'all for being on this journey with me. We are growing together and becoming our best selves. And I can't think of anyone else who I would want to be on this journey with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you don't know, we will be celebrating Avocado and Honey on Zoom. So no matter where you are, where you're listening to this podcast, you can join us um, to celebrate the fourth year of Avocado and Honey. I will be having Danielle, aka Natty Chef of Let's Talk Food. Um, she's out in the Bahamas. So we're going to, you know, get. Together on Zoom, and we we're going to talk about um, ways to eat to support our immune system and just how to take care of ourselves spiritually, mentally, and physically. Um, I'm really excited to speak with her because she obviously lives by self love. You can tell um, how serious how serious it is for her to take care of herself and how much she loves doing it. So that's why I'm so excited to talk to her about it because she makes self-care and self-love look so fun. And that's what it should be. Like, that's how we should see it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like dreading certain things. So, yes, Um, if you haven't already, be sure to RSVP so you can get the information. So you can join us for our Zoom celebration, which is going to be going down next Tuesday, July 14th. So next Tuesday, there will not be an Avocado and Honey podcast episode uploaded. We will be doing the live show 7 p.m. next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then after that, the following Tuesday, which will be the 21st, I will go ahead and upload the audio from the um, Zoom celebration next the following week so if you don't want to miss it if you want to get all the information in real time be sure to rsvp all that information is in the link on my instagram which is at underscore Samangie and on um, avocado and honey's instagram as well so now that i got all of that out the way let's go ahead and get into the energy for the next two weeks um so as always you know i pulled the two cards before i started recording and the two cards that i pulled um was the four of cups and the ace of cups and just by looking at this and i feel like just like with me and how i'd be pulling my cards it's kind of like the first card or with the first couple cards is usually like where we are currently and then like the next card or the last card or the cards towards the end would be like what the result will be if we handle where we are correctly so I feel like that's kind of the same thing that's going on here, like the Four Cups. Just by looking at it, I do pull this card a lot, so I should know it off the top of my head. Um, but just by looking at it, it, I feel like it means, or it's something of the nature of like, you know, we are presented a whole bunch of opportunities and resources and help even, and we're choosing to focus on all the things that are going wrong, so we're not able to see the things that are being offered to us. So, you know, of course, once we, you know, realize that everything that we are be asking, everything that we've been asking for, all the help and shit that we want, it's here. Once we realize that and do what we need to do, then we'll be rewarded with the Ace of Cups, which this card just looked like nothing but abundance. So let me go ahead and read the definition of these cards via Biddy Tarot. And both cards are upright. My bad, I forgot to mention that. So when the four of cups turns up in a tarot reading, new invitations and opportunities are flowing to you, but for now you're saying no and turning them away. Perhaps the prospects do not interest you or your cup is full or you already have too much on your plate. Use your discernment to decide on what is truly important to you and don't be afraid to decline new projects that don't align with your future path. The Four of Cups also can indicate a time when you are turning your intention and your energy internally to realign to this new phase of your life. You know that you need to be standing on terra firma before you can decide your next steps. While you may need to decline some very alluring opportunities, you do so knowing you will be in a better position to say yes to the opportunities that are better fit for you. You are creating the space within yourself so that you are ready to accept new opportunities later and give them the best possibilities of success. Use this time for inward reflection, grounding, and contemplation before accepting the next big thing. Sometimes this card brings the message not now, but maybe later. While the man in the Four of of Cups doesn't accept the cups offered to him, he doesn't wholly reject them either. You may be waiting for a sign or further information before taking an invitation or a new project. Check in emotionally and spiritually before saying yes to make sure the opportunity is a good fit and that you can commit to it in the long term. The Four of Cups can appear when you are bored or dissatisfied with your everyday life. You may feel disengaged, apathetic, or unmotivated. Maybe life has become dull. The Four of Cups invites you to bring your attention inward and reevaluate your situation to find a deeper meaning in what you do. You may have found yourself disconnected from your emotional self and inner truth and need to reestablish this connection so you can get a greater sense of purpose and direction. Now could be an excellent time to switch off from the distractions of the internal, external world, sorry, social media, the news, and other people's stories to allow you the space to listen to your own voice and inner knowing and gain more clarity. The Four of Cups may show that you have shut yourself off from new opportunities because you have been hurt or rejected before. The man in the card has his arms crossed as if protecting himself and closing off from the external world. You may have had a relationship end in heartbreak or experienced failure in your career and now want to avoid getting in the same predicament again. However, you may miss out on new opportunities that are an excellent fit for you. Check in on check in on a soul level and question whether shutting yourself down is the best course of action or if it's time to open up to the possibilities available to you. This card definitely resonated with me. <laughs> I feel like, you know, depending on like, you know, what part of the definition you resonated with you know my little description could have you know um made sense to you Like I feel like, you know, we are either choosing to say no to certain things because like in the description said it don't align with us or, you know, we're using our hurt or fear to not let us, you know, take any action and stuff like that. So this card is definitely aligned with the topic of today's podcast episode because I am going to be going into like social media and all that shit and how it's taking too much of my damn time. So I hear you, universe. So that was the Four of Cups Upright. Um, the next definition I'm going to read is the Ace of Cups, Upright. And again, this is all on Biddy Tarot. With the Ace of Cups, divine love and compassion are pouring through you. You are a vessel for deep spiritual love from the universe, and you can help but let that love flow through you and into the world. You receive love and give love. You are love. Your heart overflows now is the perfect time for you to open your heart and experience the rich flow of emotion available to you right now you are more receptive to creative opportunities loving connections and deep compassion for the living beings as with all aces in the tarot this card comes as an invitation will you take it will you say yes to divine love and compassion and will you run with it the ace of cups carries the potential for spiritual and emotional fulfillment but only if you embrace it with an open heart. This card often appears in tale readings when you are open to creative expression, especially when you can allow your emotions to shine through your endeavors. You may be inspired to start a new project, take an art class, or even engage in interpretive dance. At this point in your life, you are comfortable with who you are and happily express this part of yourself to others. You see fresh potential in allowing your creative juices to flow. Let your imagination and talent unfurl to new new possibilities. The Ace of Cups often represents a new relationship, be it a friendship, a new family connection, or blossoming romance. It is exciting, fluttering even, and and you are so glad to have met someone with whom you can share a special connection. Give yourself permission to open yourself to giving and receiving unconditional love and you will notice that affection flows effortlessly when you are in this loving state of mind. The water in the card reflects the flow of emotion and thus the Ace of Cups suggests that the enthusiasm you two generate will get you fired up about yourself and life. There is a generous compassionate side to the Ace of Cups too. See this as a time of giving, not taking, and making the most of any opportunity to help others. You have the power to share your inner radiance and positive energy, bringing great happiness to those around you. You will find that the more you give, the more you receive on multiple levels. Finally, the Ace of Cups can signify conception, pregnancy, or birth. you See what I keep saying about this fucking (laughs) pregnancy stuff, y'all? Look to the other cards of the reading for further confirmation such as the inference, page of cups, four of wands. On a more metaphorical level it may mean the birth of a new idea, now we talking, or a spark of inspiration, something in which you can invest a great deal of loving and creative energy. I love the ace of cups, like I said it felt like abundance and I feel like the description. Basically, says um, that's what it's going to be an abundance of everything abundance of loving relationships, abundance of exciting new work, abundance of creating, or just abundance of love. But you know, in order to get that, we got to be that. So that's what I got from that card, and that's a nice reminder to continue to move with love regardless. <laughs> because I know we be tested because I be I be getting tested I actually had a conversation with my um my homegirl Christina Hankrow back in Cali not too long before I got on this podcast and I was you know venting talking shit (laughs) about like you know my roommate and stuff just because it's not a pleasant situation anymore so um that was a nice reminder to just move a love yo because it's not it's not worth it so well, now that we got the energy and shit out the way for the next two weeks um okay so for this episode like I said earlier I want to get into like how it's been tough for me to do what the fuck I need to do and what I mean by that is this like I'm just unmotivated in a sense to do the shit that I actually want to do like the podcast and shell monies and everything like it takes a lot longer for me to get things done when it comes to doing the Those things that I actually want to do, things that's going to actually improve me rather than, you know, getting on social media and shit like that. Like I could spend hours on social media and even just the Internet on YouTube, like not doing much that's going to push me to being a better human, you know. So it's like I've been trying to study and figure out how the fuck I can switch that so I can be more motivated to do the things that's going to actually benefit me and less motivated to do all the other bullshit. And for the longest, I thought the reason why I moved like this personally was because of, like, my work ethic. I'm not saying I have a bad work ethic because your girl's a a hard worker. So, like, for me, like, I've been working since I was 16. I'm 29 now. And since I was 16, I've been an amazing worker. Like I get rewarded at every job. I've had plenty jobs. Like it's nothing for me to get a job. I've always been that girl. And again, excellent A1 fucking customer service. And I'm just an amazing ass worker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, But that's when I'm hired and working for someone else. So for the longest, or so I went freelance back in 2015 after my experience at Starbucks. And Starbucks is what really motivated me to stop working at corporations and stuff like Starbucks isn't a a horrible company to work for they definitely looked out for me um in some situations but the store that I was in the management and shit was not great and they refused to promote me and stuff even though they were overworking me and shit like that so After this, I was like, all right, you know, I'm tired of, like, these companies, like, training me to do one thing and expect me to do that one thing great forever. Like, I'm not a fucking robot. I don't like this. I don't like this. (laughs) So let me figure it out. So I left Starbucks and started doing my own freelance shit. So then I've been doing freelance, you know, I'm still doing freelance, but with the freelance work, I was still doing work that I didn't necessarily enjoy. Like, you know, I was getting freelance to work at like small businesses to do like packaging shit for customers. I was cleaning apartments, organizing apartments. Like all that shit is cool. Like, you know, I just definitely don't take a lot of thinking or anything. So I got a lot of podcasts in, like I was listening to a lot of books and shit, which was lit, but I didn't like the work I was doing. And I say all this to say, I definitely didn't give it a hundred times. Every time I went out, I definitely tried to give my best, but then it was just like, no because people are disgusting One like that cleaning experience is a whole nother podcast episode alone but I just it just wasn't with it so I feel like I thought like you know with like four years of kind of half-assing work not necessarily work for myself it was half-assing work for other people that kind of rubbed off on just me half-assing everything at least that's what I thought it was but now that I've been doing more research and stuff I'm realizing that maybe I just need to do a fucking dopamine detox so let me share with y'all that I've been what I've um, been learning okay So I was up one night trying to figure out, again, why it's difficult for me to do the things that would benefit me, and why is it easier for other people to do this shit? Like, my brother, for example, he loves fucking reading. He loves doing hard work type shit, Um, but, like, for me, when it comes to reading, like, I enjoy reading, but it's hard for me to start reading. Like, once I'm reading, I'm like, oh, I should do this way more often. I really actually like this, but it's gonna take me a long time to crack open that book, so... Yeah, so it's like I have to force myself to like even with all the shit that I, I do sometimes even for self-care and shit like that I just I do it because I know I need to do it, but I'm not necessarily motivated to do it So I've been trying to figure out how to get that motivation energy here So I found this YouTube channel, which is called Better Than Yesterday It's a really dope, you know, um, YouTube channel It talks about a lot of things that makes us better humans, which is what all my, what I'm all about So, you know, I was in there so it was this video that I learned on how to trick your mind into making like harder things fun. It was something of that nature. And you know, the, the video it talked about dopamine cause that's exactly what it is. So dopamine is like a chemical within us that releases, it makes us desire things basically. So dopamine is kind of like motivation. And dopamine is extremely powerful. I didn't realize how powerful it was. I heard dopamine been used like used loosely a couple times and I never even thought to look into it anymore. But like in this video, like to kind of show how powerful dopamine is, they shared like an experiment with rats. So in one experiment, like with the rat, they gave the rat a whole bunch of dopamine. And again, dopamine is what basically makes us desire things like, like for a simple definition. So it's kind of like the motivation, right? So they gave this rat a whole bunch of dopamine, right? And then it was like a little, little pull-down thing, lever, like a little, like at a slot machine thing. I'm not sure what the proper term is for that, but a little pull-down lever thing. And they put the rat in there, gave the rat a whole bunch of dopamine. The rat, you know, got all this energy and shit, and it was just pulling on the fucking lever until it was just super exhausted and passed out. So that it had so much dopamine that all it could do was just fucking pull that lever. So then they got another rat, and then they gave this rat little to or like low levels of dopamine or no dopamine or something like that and this rat had no fucking motivation to even eat or get water like you would think you know eating and drinking would motivate us to do things like you would think the rat would be motivated to eat knowing it's going to be a reward once it reached the food but It was so unmotivated it had so little dopamine or had so little dopamine expectations that it didn't even care to even go get food but once like the person put like like food in the the rat's mouth it would eat and it would still enjoy the food it just didn't have enough motivation to go get the fucking food which i thought was really interesting and it reminded me of social media the whole lever thing because i'd be feeling like a crackhead on social media now it makes sense with this whole dopamine video so and another thing that I learned in the video as well is that like our brain our brain our brain our brain creates like priorities with expected dopamine amounts. So if your brain knows that if you get a text message on your phone, you're going to get like a a, lot, a a nice hit of dopamine, then it's going to look forward to that. But if your brain knows that, you know, cracking over this book is not going to be as much as that text message, then you're not going to be as, as excited to like, you know, start to read that book. But, you know, and the, the reality is, though, when it comes to dopamine, is that everything gives off dopamine. Like, there's no way to run from it. So we have to be mindful of the our dopamine intake. So, like, even after being thirsty all day and not having any water and it's hot and then you finally get a glass of ice cold water that releases a nice amount of dopamine because it's a reward it's an instant reward not just a reward it's an instant like gratification like the text message with social media it's with the likes and shit that's why we like being online and on social media so much because it's an instant gratification almost immediately we're gonna get what we were seeking and that's that dopamine hit so like with me with this knowing this information now what i want to do is try to reprogram my brain to be more motivated to look forward to all the things that give off low dopamine amounts so another thing though when it comes to the dopamine like most things is that like you know our body builds like a tolerance for it so you know like with drinking for example um It's weird with drinking, though, because I don't drink like that, but I just naturally have a high tolerance. I don't know what that's about. I don't know. But with drinking, normally, um, if you don't drink a lot, you have a low tolerance, meaning that if you take a have a glass of wine, maybe a fucking shot, just like one drink type thing, you'll be tipsy. You're feeling nice, whatever you want to call it. Um, But if you have a high tolerance, meaning you drink a lot of alcohol on the normal. So now your body has built built another a level of tolerance for it meaning they can it can take more of whatever whatever it is that you're taking and it can handle more of it the more you take so if you drink alcohol on a daily basis when you go out on the weekend it's going to take you probably like five beers five shots five glasses of wine in order to reach the same level as tipsy as the person who has a low tolerance of alcohol and that's the same thing that happens with dopamine, I'm learning. So with dopamine, you know, for someone who don't get on social media like that, for someone who don't even be on their phone all like that, like, you know, their le- like they are level or their expectations of dopamine is different for someone like me, who's always online. That's something to be super mindful of. So with that being said, like, you know, now that I know this information, I'm like, how the fuck can I get my brain on the right track? Because I can't keep living like this. Like, I'm tired. I need change. So um, the video suggested a dopamine detox. And you can guess what that is, you know, cutting out certain things and shit like that, certain things with high levels of dopamine. And it's not even just like the high levels of dopamine that we're looking for. We want to just want to do things that's that's going to benefit us as a person, things that are going to grow us, things that are going to help us change for the better. Those are the type of things that we want to be wasting our dopamine monies on, you know? So with the detox in the video, it suggests that basically you can, you go a whole day without no entertainment, basically, and that includes music my heart was like what the fuck but yes it said no music which makes sense because i can definitely get lost in the day with just listening to music and doing absolutely nothing but laying on my bed and listening to music so after realizing that i was like all right all right so no music no um, internet at all, so no Google and nothing, no social media absolutely at all. It didn't say anything about text messaging, but for me, um, when I do it, cause I'm definitely going to attempt to do it sometime this week, um, I'm going to not use my phone. I feel like I'm gonna put my phone on airplane mode just because I don't have a watch and I need to know the time um but for the most part or at all I'm not gonna I don't think I'll be messaging people because that will be a gateway into the internet for me as soon as I send a message next thing you know I'm googling something and don't don't even realize it until I fucking hit search and I just ruined my detox so with me knowing who I am and how I move I know that it will be wise for me to not even message people don't nobody hit me up like that anyway so it's not gonna be that tough So when I do this, um, my plan is to just put my phone up if I plan on staying in the house, but if I go to the park or something, then I'm going to keep my plane or my plane. I'm going to keep my phone on airplane mode so I won't be tempted to answer or anything. Um, so yeah, that sounds very, very intense. Oh, but with the things that you can do, you know, yeah, we can't be on the internet, yeah, we ain't supposed to be like, you know, doing all that that shit. But what we can do is read. (laughs) We can read, we can ride, we can do yoga if you already know poses and stuff, because you can't use YouTube, you can't YouTube a video. So that's why I'm like, all right, I gotta do it on the day where I'm not working out because I'm not there to I can't work out without music. I mean I can, I choose not to work out without music, so I'm I'm going to choose a day where I don't work out. So I don't have to do that. So my plan is probably to like write something, you know, read all these books that I've been wanting to finish, go to the park and just do all these little things. Like, you know, at first I was like, I don't, Know if this is possible just because all the work that i do is on the internet like how can i how can i take a day off but it's like yo you've been lagging all this time not lagging like that i'm really hard on myself so i'm using all these like intense words because i'm not like lazy but i just know i can do more like i said before only you know what you're capable of and i know i'm capable of so much more and i get on my own nerves when i don't live up to my potential so that's like with me saying i'm lagging and shit like that it's like girl You could do a day. You could do a day without going through, you could do a day. Like this, I'm queen of excuses too. Like I don't wanna do it. So I'm gonna give you a million excuses as to why I can't. So this is me knowing who I am and how I move. I'm gonna shut all that shit down and be like, you could do it. So I'm gonna do it this week. Um, It also suggests in the video, like if you can't do a full day of like no entertainment, then maybe do one day a week for like a month maybe. Like one day a week where you let go of one thing. One thing that is just taking up too much of your time and it's not giving you anything in return. So what are you spending your time on? So that I'll actually before I finish this little section on dopamine, I kind of I'll go ahead and share with you all something else I did this week. Because, again, I'm just wanting to be mindful of my time and use it wisely. So I made another journal. I have a million journals. I made another journal. It's a commit journal. So what I did was I got like a little cheap journal from Dollar Tree. Literally, I was in line buying something and um, I was in line down a stationary aisle and this notebook was just looking at me and I was like, I'm going to make a commit journal. So what it is, is basically I decorated the front of the journal with things to remind me who I am. I have like the 42 laws of my on here. um, So that's to keep me grounded with my spirituality and then everything else that's on the front of the notebook It's just a reminder of what I'm working towards. So like my goals in terms of living, my goals in terms of career, and my terms are my goals in terms of just who I am as a person and what I want to accomplish and shit like that. It's a lot of like work type shit on here, but it's just like the whole point of this is like, you know, for me to document everything that I'm doing daily and to hold myself accountable. And then with all this shit on the front of the cover, it's just a reminder of what I'm working towards because I'm realizing I don't see that visual every day. Like, you know, we have our family and we say we doing all that, but I don't see it physically every day. Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? So for me to look at this journal and write in it every single day, I'm looking at my goals every single day. So I started this journal on July 3rd, so I'm only a couple days in. And basically, I'm trying to figure out a format. You know, this is my first time figuring, like, working this out or even creating a journal like this. So, so far, what I'm doing is I get up, I write the date, the time, and where I'm located. Because who knows? Maybe I'll be in Paris somewhere waking up and writing in my journal. So, I want to know where I was, you know, when I write, when I, you know, re- look back at this and know exactly where I was in the mindset. So, I write all those things down at the top. I write down how i'm feeling for the day couple lines like this is how i'm feeling when i first wake up type thing it's a part of my morning routine instead of writing in my other journal i'm now focusing on my commit journal i'm writing down how i feel and based on how i feel after that i write an affirmation um, that I come with, come up with on my own. Usually I take affirmations from the internet. Like most of the affirmations I say online and shit, I took off the internet. So now I'm just like, let me make an affirmation for this day for how I feel right now. So I write down how I feel. And then based off that, I write an affirmation. So if I'm like feeling away, like if I'm writing how I feel like, you know, I'm unmotivated or I'm feeling that, then what the affirmation is gonna, I would want to put something that's gonna affirm that I can do whatever it is I feel like I can't do. Or just to affirm that I am going in the right direction or whatever the case is for that particular day. And then after that, of course, I write my to-do list. So I make a list of things that I want to complete for the day and then I was playing around on like one day and I put like a little box of how much money I spent and what it went to like I'm really just trying to get a grip on everything in my life right now so I'm trying to get really organized on how I can just stay on top of things and how I can continue to hold myself accountable so this I, I do get a little bit better every day Um, Like my to-do list is not all checked, like crossed off every day. Today, definitely, um, once I upload this podcast episode and I got to do one more thing, then my to-do list will be done for today. So I'm definitely feeling good about that. And then at the end of the day, I try to write in how I feel at the end of the day as well. So with all that being said, I think I'm going to somehow incorporate this dopamine detox into my uh, commit journal. Not sure just how I'm going to do that just yet, but I'm going to. But um, I feel like I'm going to do the intense detox, meaning I'm going to take out all entertainment for the day. because go hard to go home, you know, I'm going to do that. And I'll let y'all know how that goes um, on the 21st or actually the week after that. So whenever I come back after the live episode is when I let y'all know how that go. So the whole point of like the detox and everything, the dopamine detox is basically is for you like to become so bored that you get motivated by your boredom to do what it is you're supposed to do. So it's like I will become so bored from not being on the Internet, not listening to anything like I that I'll end up reading a book (laughs) that I'll end up, you know, writing something like I'll get I'll become so bored that I get motivated to actually do what I want to do. And that's what they suggest on how to uh, deprogram your brain, I guess, how to detox, do a dopamine detox And another thing that is suggest that I feel like I will, you know, um, implement just on a daily is kind of rewarding yourself with high dopamine activities. So basically, you know, when you get up, you start your day, do your morning routine. And then when it comes to doing what you need to do for the day, you'll attack the toughest things to do first, the things that you feel less motivated to do. And then you reward yourself with a high dopamine activity. Um, it definitely says like, you know, if you if one of your high dopamine things is like drugs, like high addicting type drugs, um, even tobacco. Like you should definitely check with the doctor and all that fun stuff. But you should not reward yourself for things that's going to actually harm your health. So if you drink a lot, like if you drink a lot of alcohol, you don't want to reward yourself with, you know, a bottle of fucking wine after A whole day of doing what you need to do because it's not gonna it's gonna be counterintuitive for what you're doing because the whole point of this is to become better a better people better human so um yeah which has me thinking because y'all know I'll be smoking the green so I'm like how beneficial is this to me like you know is it really can I should I really I mean I've been going back and forth with that for as long as I've been smoking but right now I'm doing a 14 day low weed detox with my home girl out in Cali too hey girl um so I'm gonna do that with her for two weeks and then just see how that goes but for me I don't think weed is detrimental um as I think it is I feel like if I definitely treat it as a reward like this I can handle it so I'll, I'll look into that after the two weeks is over but if you again alcohol and like Tobacco, you don't want to use that as a reward. Instead, like maybe social media and shit like that. With the guy who made the video, he says that like if he completes like an hour of work, an hour of hard work, an hour of unmotivated work, then he'll reward himself with 15 minutes of some high dopamine activity, so like internet or social media and stuff. So I feel like that's where discipline will come into play because. 15 minutes is very it's a little time to be on social media for me at least so when you get on like the the tough part for me will be getting off in the timely manner in the time that I allotted myself I need to you know be disciplined enough to actually get off and do that but the um thing is to do it after you do everything you don't want to do one hard thing and then do one like one high dopamine thing you don't want to do an hour of hard work and then get on the internet for 15 minutes and doing hard work because once you get that fucking 15 minutes of high dopamine it's like drugs y'all like once you do that 15 minutes of high dopamine it's gonna be so tough for you to get back to work because now you got this high dope you got this high hit Like you don't want to go back to all this other shit so when if you do decided to do it that way you want to make sure that you do everything you need to do not just the tough stuff do everything that you want to do for the day and then you reward yourself at the end of the day at the end of the day before you go to bed type shit whatever it is in the evening like you know so I'm gonna that's gonna be my task for this month for July I'm really going I know it's not gonna be easy um to begin with I know myself and I know how I move I know it's not gonna be Just like, oh, I wake up, no internet. Let's do this. I know it's going to be tough. So what I'm going to do is if I fuck up, start over again. I'm going to try again the next day or the next couple of days. But by the end of July, my my goal is to have more control of my time. So that's what I'm going to be working on. And that's kind of all I want to talk to y'all about on this episode. Y'all, please be sure to RSVP for Avocado and Honey for your anniversary. That's happening next week on Zoom. I'm so excited. I'm so 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 excited to talk to y'all, to talk to Danielle of Let's Talk Food. I have so many questions in regards to like just being healthy, because y'all know we all on this journey together and I'm growing with y'all and we all got a lot to learn. So thank y'all for being on this journey. Cheers to four years of growing. I look forward to another four years and more of becoming our best selves. If you don't already, be sure to follow Avocado and Honey on social media at Avocado and Honey. We also have YouTube. Um, I haven't uploaded any new videos, but there's plenty of old videos that you can catch up on. Um, on YouTube is YouTube.com backslash Avocado Honey. You can follow me, um, my personal Instagram or social media on um, on social media at underscore Samangie, S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E. Thank y'all again for listening. If you like this episode or any episode of Avocado and Honey, be sure to share it with a friend, share it on social media, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Until next time, y'all, I'll see y'all at the Zoom party.